Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at Pod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. Howdy, y'all. So I'm going to read an article from thegrowup.com titled Province Delay Sales of Cannabis Vapes Angering Producers and Retailers, written by Bill Kaufman. The province has indefinitely postponed the legal sales of cannabis vapes, a move that's ignited anger among producers and retailers. With the second phase of cannabis legalization involving the sale of edibles and other derivatives to take effect in Alberta, a major component of that, vaping cartridges, has been put on hold by the provincial government, which has cited health concerns. Just as Health Canada announced it was launching a testing regime of vaping products that are already legally available in some provinces the alberta government said it too would renew or review their safety quote aglc and the government are considering various aspects related to cannabis vape products to determine whether or not they'll be available for consumer purchase in alberta says a statement from alberta gaming liquor and cannabis the provincial regulator quote as you have likely seen there have been recent reports about the health effects of vaping as a result vape products will not be available in the initial launch of edibles extracts and topicals the aglc said that a decision on the availability of vaping products will be made early in the new year other products such as edibles, beverages, topicals are expected to be in stores by mid-month, said the AGLC. The move comes after Newfoundland and Labrador and Quebec ban cannabis vapes, while Nova Scotia has prohibited flavored versions. More than 50 deaths linked to vaping has been reported to the U.S. Centers of Disease Control, CDC, and more than a dozen lung-related illnesses have been documented in Canada, the majority of cases blamed on illegal cannabis vapes. The CDC says 
that vitamin E acetate, a thickener added to THC vapes, is likely a culprit in many of these deaths and injuries. Members of Alberta's licensed cannabis industry say they've been blindsided by the postponement, which they insist will add unnecessary or uncertainty to a sector that's already struggling financially. Quote, the industry hasn't found its feet yet, and these kinds of decisions are made without consultation with the industry is very concerning, said Nathan Misson, chairman of the Alberta Cannabis Council, which represents retailers and producers. Quote, people are very concerned. Licensed producers have spent all, a lot of time and money on cannabis legalization 2.0. In the first year of recreational legalization, the cannabis sector has been challenged by government regulations, taxes, and product short shortage and a durable black market. Same in legal Massachusetts. Um, we only have 30 stores for about a population of close to 7 million people. We, d we don't have any proper stores in, in the biggest city of the state. You know, you have to, you have to travel to areas that are just outside of Boston to get it. While those areas are in the purview of Boston, um, Garden Remedies in Newton, which is sort of near it, sort of in the purview of Boston, but not really. And then um, the other one that's open is in Brookline, which again, it's not a neighbor, it's not officially a neighborhood in Boston. But yeah, we only have 30, 30 some stores and we've opened maybe two, two a month on average two three a month a lot of a lot of people would kill to have alberta's first year of cannabis as they you know they were a bit more lax compared to the other provinces and compared to other states that came before it they allowed a lot more licenses they didn't keep the barrier of entries too too high and um they've kept regulations relatively favorable compared to the other provinces and per capita like we've talked about earlier alberta is 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 ahead of the pack members of the council said they have been told by the province that the hold on vaping products will last at least until march Misson said he fears taxpayers will take a hit since provincial wholesaler AGLC has almost certainly already purchased vaping products for distribution to retailers. And he said he has confidence in the safety of vapes produced by licensed firms overseen by Health Canada. Quote, governments are making regulatory policy based on public fear and ignorance. Bingo. And the only winners in that are the black market, said Misson. The products, he said, are already proving to be a hit in Saskatchewan, where they have been flying off the shelves. In October, Alberta announced a review of its tobacco policy with the possibility that it could add laws governing e-cigarettes by next spring. Misson said that it appears that cannabis vapes are now being included in the review, quote, after the government told us what told us that they wouldn't be. In a product unveiling or unveiling to Alberta retailers last month in Calgary, executives with the country's largest cannabis company, Canopy Growth, acknowledged the controversy over the health effects of vaping, but insisted its products were safe, cited rigorous lab testing that rules out the contaminants. Quote, it's quite frankly impossible to ignore the dangers, said the company chief technical officer Peter 
Papa well, quote, but Canopy Growth Growth's products are products you can use with confidence and retailers can sell with pride. Doing things right means exceeding Health Canada's regulations. The province reluctance, the province's reluctance in releasing THC vapes is understandable as it as is the industry frustration, said Ashley New- Newman, a Calgary retailer and vice chair of the Alberta Cannabis Council. Quote, we make sure that they're safe, but it will affect business and the economy, said Newman. Whatever the, sp- the merits of Alberta's vaping delay are, Newman said she's not surprised it's come to this. Quote, there's been a lot of bad publicity, and I saw a lot of it coming, she said. End of article. This was written by Bill Kaufman. So, I mean, we're seeing... I mean, if we were to just legalize um, tax and regulate uh, cannabis all around the planet and all over North America, again, you would squeeze out the black market because if all the states are not self-enclosed systems they have to always start from scratch when legalizing and they and then they're they're wholesaling and trading product with each other like like beer companies and microbreweries do you would have this vape problem go away in an instant but it's this artificial scarcity and the fact that it's still stigmatized and people want to sort of do this in a discreet way and you know we're, we're still sort of new at this vape cart thing we we really are we've been doing flour for thousands and thousands of years and extracts for thousands and thousands of years but um the vape carts the the process concentrates as, as we have them now you know we're still we're still learning as we go but Again, I mean, if we were to just make this illegal and treat this like beer and wine, then if you, if your beer and wine is tainted and you nor, and you, you you sell it and pass it off as it isn't, then you're criminally liable and justifiably so. You know, um, I I really do think there should be a, more regulation, or there should be regulation that's analogous to just tomatoes for cannabis. But again, I know we're not quite there yet. But you know, one can dream. But again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. Um, Alberta is going to have to step it up because, um, again, like like I talk about on this podcast often, so many people live in apartments or, or rentals or places where they cannot consume. And these cannabis 2.0 products are going to help people do that. And there's some people they don't like they don't like they don't like smoking their medicine you know they don't like inhaling smoke and as as i've been entering my 30s i'm sort of kind of starting to see that mindset because when you when you smoke you, you smell like it after you have to sort of mask the smell and it's just you know sometimes you just want to use your tabletop vape and not worry about that you know i i know i do but again i mean you destigmatize this and you allow a true free market you're gonna have pounds going for 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 10 bucks but when you have this artificial scarcity and you still have stigma as to, as opposed to the substance itself and where people can consume it then yeah you're gonna have people buying their carts in the black market because that's the only way they can consume because they don't own property you know but Again, that's a discussion for another day. Um, don't want to keep this episode too long. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. Peace out, ciao, and stay medicated, my friends.
If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389 that is 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to try sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp-based products you can check them out by hitting the link https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash three three four k r v nine and you can enter the following codes dogtree twenty tincture twenty forty percent off iso fifteen percent off cbd entire store and you can also get inexpensive cbd flower directly to your door quickly and cheaply in new england and the rest of the united states by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and my email to contact me is i am cannabis sativa at gmail dot com and as always stay medicated my friends peace out